Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 12, Episode 4, The Alien Architects. Ooh. Now, with burp sound effects. <laughs> Make daddies. Make daddies. Those are architect daddies. Oh. <laughs> designer daddy. Building daddy. Mm. Wow. Because designer daddy could be yeah. my daddy that like buys me like Kate Spade purses uh, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. probably a true type of Louis daddy. Louis Vuitton. So, exactly. <laughs> Bionton. Bionton. Louis Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> Vui. Yes. Um, it's a... Uh, it's Monday at what eleven eleven forty right now. Yeah, doing a little early record. We got some family Rocking and friends hard. stuff later in the day today. It's a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Yes. What better day to celebrate the vets than with recording? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have Memorial Day was just mem- memorializing all the Sorry, people the that we wars. lose to low star yeah, reviews. Exactly. Of yeah, this all show. the ones. Yeah, <laughs> potential dead listeners. All the bad, yeah. bad, uh, <laughs> bad battles we had to fight with them uh, going into this. Uh, <laughs> Bad you Wolf. Know, Bad Wolf is Stalker Who? Bad Wolf. Bad yeah, that was like Wolf. always on Oh, the... I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm Who having all these that? like... Yeah, weird flashbacks. Oof. Yeah. Well, like... I'm... Weird... Well, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say like I'm... My wife and I got uh, a new mattress the other day and I th- we're having that like we're sleeping <laughs> better. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you got to space those out. Yeah, man. sorry. Those sound effects. <laughs> I don't want to overdo yeah. it. <laughs> well, we're buying them from a third party. Yeah. They're software based. They're, exactly. li- they're licensed sound effects. Yeah, so. it's a... Uh... <laughs> It's a website, and every click that I use exactly. charges ten cents uh, per click. So right. it's a pay-per-click right. model, but and we're not allowed to do our own burps. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, stuff. if they go back, they rescrub it. Yeah, uh, it's an MBA. It's a no burp agreement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no gas of any right. uh, sort from your own bodily right. uh, functions. Thank you. Um, no, but I like we're both like waking up, kind of like I, we're both having pretty vivid dreams and mm-hmm. waking up in like. Mid since sleep cycle mattress, now, yeah, yeah, since Saturday basically, and mm-hmm. so it's only been a couple nights, but uh, but yeah, I've like I'm waking up feeling which is a nothing burp too. I haven't yeah. eaten today. Well, I've had coffee. It's coffee burp. Yeah, um, coffee and tofu. Shit, can't get <laughs> fucking charged for that. Yeah, shit. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like I'm waking up and like feeling like I'm still just in a sleep state, like hmm. a sleep cycle a lot, where I'm just like kind of like... need to kind of readjust to... Yeah, like I'm just feeling hazy. <laughs> um, Which I was this weekend, too. too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just overall, of like getting up earlier, yeah. doing stuff. It's been warmer, finally, mm-hmm. like consistently. Because, um, yeah, today I was waking up... Like, yesterday I was like, okay, woke up, went to the beach, did a bunch of stuff. Okay. <laughs> Every time we wake up, we just go, yeah. okay. Okay, this is still... <laughs> like a, thing, a little huh? Latin boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, like Fez from that 70s yeah. show. Oh, yeah. He just, you know, greets me. I have a big cardboard cut out of him. And I say, okay. He yeah. says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Welcome to the morning, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the I nice, love yeah. the gift that everyone uses where he's making the heart shape with two fingers. Right, yeah. right. And then he goes, your mama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, uh, terrible show. Like, so stupid. Yeah, it was, no, it was, like, yeah, like yeah. I tried to go back and watch it after it was over, like, mm-hmm. a few years after, because I remember liking it, like, in high, high school or early college or whatever. Something I think it was like high that. school. It was, like, peak MTV2 days. Yeah, yeah. Or MTV. 
Wait, because, we're talking about the the same show, right? Yeah, that the, '70s show. No, no, no. I'm talking about the show Your Mama, which oh he, <laughs> he hosted. Oh, really? You know? Oh, yeah, the remember? yes, I'm yes. Your I, mama. Yes, and it was like the yeah, burn, yeah. like. Yeah, so it was how you could burn. Yes, I forgot about that. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, that seven show was pretty good. It was fine enough, you know. Uh, no, that was definitely like, yeah, like late nineties. Because then that yeah. one did well. So then there was like that eighty show, which was one season else. or half a season. Some, yeah, yeah, something terrible. Ugh. Even back then, that was one of those times where I'm like, before I read it in a review in like TV Guide, I was like, which you missed out. You could have built that website <laughs> before you read it. <laughs> read it. <laughs> uh, I remember being like, because I remember the ads for that 80s show were like, no, I'm talking on a phone. Yeah, and he was at was a like bar. Every... And it's like, you're doing a, it's like that 70s show wasn't funny because it was all 70s stuff. Right. It wasn't making fun that, look at this Dodge Charger 1972 yeah. edition. Like it wasn't doing that. Yeah, it was oh, like, like those were in the show, but right. it wasn't like, oh my God, I've got Tupperware. Right. It's like, yeah. okay, guys, like you don't even get. The right. show you're, and I Trying think it was the like same producers. Where it's like, of, what are you yeah. doing? Like, Which maybe they they were originally, and then the writers like, no, we can actually make this a real sitcom. Right, right. And then the producers are like, cool, let's do it to the eighties yeah. now, because yeah. <laughs> you didn't let us have it for the seventies, exactly. and I guaranteed it would have been more successful. Yeah. Oh, more um, successful than like ten years of a show. Yeah, that show was on forever, sparking like two or three people's like real careers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, to- Topher Grace and Laura Prepon and Ashton Kutcher and right. The guy that Mil- played Mila Hyde, Kunis. yeah, Mila Kuna, the guy that played Hyde, who was me ended too. up being got me too yeah. <laughs> in uh, that show, that Netflix show with Ashton Kutcher, where they were on a shitty farm. Because mm. in the season two, oh, yeah. it's just Ashton Kutcher and oh, their right, dad. Oh right, because that guy turned into a huge creep in real life, <laughs> and he's a Scientologist too. Oh boy, um, huge Scientologist, but oh, yeah. uh, got a huge set of Scientologists. Uh, more like found, huh, Hyde? Yeah, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> lost, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it's it's just it's definitely been I don't know it's weird too like we have central AC humble brag at my yeah. house but uh, it's only in our bedroom and I can't imagine it's only because we've had our second dog who like is a, a little she's like a fifty five pound dog but like a little nubby but like she's she and she's warm like all dogs are warm but it's like it can't be that our room cannot get fucking cold like the rest of the house for some reason and I've changed the filter I've done all the things windows we've cleaned out yeah. And then, but I think the only thing that kind of works is leaving the entire upstairs open, the windows open for like hours before then, because then it lets the well, heat out. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think our, our insulation's really good, I guess, because the whole upstairs is like always seven degrees warmer than yeah. the downstairs. Because heat always rises, so. And just like the sun. and yeah. uh, and the cream. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, and most of our downstairs, well, about half our downstairs is tile compared to carpet, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's like it's just so. We had the air conditioning down to sixty six last night, which we usually keep it at like seventy yeah. during the day, and yeah. then at night we did a little cooler so we can cover up. Yeah, uh, I wonder. Like I wonder if you ran a little bit of a, a side fan pole mm-hmm. um, just to get to some vent circulation out. in. Yeah. in I mean, we got a great cross breeze. Yeah. We just have to open up the whole house. The only thing that's annoying is that our doors are very light inside, so mm. we have to put like a dumbbell or something if we open yeah, up yeah. the doors because otherwise they right. fucking slam Not shut. Not a door but... stopper, just a dumbbell. Exactly, some yeah. sort of a we wouldn't want to waste no, our large money bowl on that. or yeah. something. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we got some of those non-slide mixing bowls yeah, down yeah. there. It doesn't work on the carpet. But... No, it, it, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it you fill those it down. with water yeah. so then they just slowly catch. Usually yeah. they have spelling by yeah. the end of the night. There's a lot of mold on the carpet in those areas. A lot of stink. A lot of stink in there. Um, you did say something about your, you said mom or something, and I said, oh, I have a, your, oh, you're, you're talking about your mama, 
and I learned a, a mom joke. Okay. Uh, at the Memorial Day barbecue I had with my family yesterday. Pre-Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend barbecue. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was, what's the difference between an old whore and a young whore? Between an old whore and a young whore? Yeah. Um, their lips? <laughs> no. Why don't you go ask your mom? How stupid. <laughs> stupid. That was Carl. <laughs> yeah. He was there, yeah. Yeah, he's got the weed. He's got oh, some good yeah. punk music. Yeah, yeah he's got, got a couple doobies yeah. going. He's a Pinot for sure. Did but anyone puke? He loves his wife. Uh, we left at... Because um, you said you weren't going to stay that late. Yeah, we left at nine. So we were just yeah, like... Which is early. As soon as dessert was... you kinda... guys have done like... I feel like on the Saturday parties yeah. I've been there... When it's not a school night for yeah. everyone... It's like <laughs> My parents right? will... And as soon as... As soon as my brother-in-law, my little sister's husband's parents are there, this is Carl yeah. and Vicky. Good punk music. Um, <laughs> uh, when they're there, they bring the ganja. They bring a few yeah. little doobers, huh? Yeah. Uh, they little, bring uh, boss man, like, right. over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, they usually bring vape weed, doobies, you know, jazz. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, e- basically everything but a bong. They have edibles. Right. There's always edibles, like, things yeah. like that. And they and as soon and as that. they haven't gotten to dabs yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because my parents will bust out their fire pit. Right. This is after dessert, outdoors, after everyone's outdoors. been drinking, not insanely. We've been eating. Yeah. We're a big eating family, obviously, but too. But like everyone's been drinking beers. and hanging out for probably four hours, Strong five hours. Strong beers at that and point. wine. Yes. But then your, I almost said your uncle, your yeah. stepdad switches to like whiskey sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the and exact Gail opposite, and my older sister, the where they're like, flow. Gail goes, "Hey, hey, are you ready for brown liquor, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> Because they got some whiskey or bourbon or something yeah. coming out. Yeah, you there, there was also now? gin and tonics going around. So like my oh, my little fuck. sister with the with the husband was um, mixing the triple hazies that we brought from Ugh. Green Tree yes, Green Tree yesterday with gin and tonics. Ugh. And I'm like, and this is at four thirty. I'm this like, oh, is, you're mixing this, it up early, huh? Jesus Christ! Because it's it's <laughs> liquor before beer, you'll suck a queer. Yeah. <laughs> beer before liquor, then you'll get in your ticker. Yes, exactly. Uh, but no, it's like. Basically, you have hard stuff, yeah. and then if you want to coast down, you can like switch to beer, right. maybe wine. Which is, but also that's like the old beer, uh, which I know you know. No, it's I, like I, it's like oh, switch to like a Bud Light, which is three right, percent right. alcohol, exactly. and it's like, but when you're switching to an eleven percent hazy IPA, it's not really that much of a downshift, especially no, when you're no, no, drinking no. an ounceage. Well, Three I, times more I than the liquor. I get fucked up just mixing beers sometimes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to drink the same double because mm-hmm. there's a consistency. But then you throttle up to a triple yep. or even down to a single yeah. and off to a, a Pilsner and then over to a set. It's yeah. like even just that mixing up is when yeah. you get like grossed out. We had a theory back when we were first going to Beer Fest and stuff where when it was rare to see a double and triple IPA that was like, oh, man, this IPA is above 6%. Mm-hmm. That's like that's big. But no, like we had a theory that... Every percentage above like seven is like exponential somehow in terms of alcohol yeah, exactly. because like as the as the volume is staying the same, now you're yeah. like it's like tripling the alcohol in every yeah, sip. Yeah, or yeah. It's not, but you know what I mean. Because um, it just it really just slaps Slap. a little different, <laughs> a little heavier. <laughs> it's yeah. more of a abusive punch yeah, in the me. face. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Beef me, yeah. beef me. <laughs> <laughs> Gets his dick out. No, no, come yeah. on, punch me. Yeah. I didn't say wiener me. Yeah. <laughs> or gonna punch sausage me, pork me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't keep the meat motif. Sorry. But. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Mo me, yeah, bo problem. Beyond, be, and then you can go beyond me. Yes. <laughs> Daddy, I want you to go beyond, beyond me. Beyond beat. Yeah. Hey, yeah. beyond beat. Uh, uh, well, he's up on those stouts, huh, yeah. son? <laughs> 
But uh, didn't your family... So, oh, point is, I have no clue. I haven't talked to them yet today. Oh, how they're So I don't know, because they were just starting... The bond or the the fire, the fire pit portion. when we left, yeah, so, the quarter yeah. portion. Yes. Um, what's it called? And then none of them are going to the other event today. Right? Oh no, 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 your wife's yes, family that's stuff. a separate thing. Uh, but didn't your family of wife, sisters, brother-in-law mm-hmm. get like plastered this week already? Wife's brother, sister-in-law. You mean? No, I'm joking. Because when when did when did uh, everyone take a nap at midnight? Oh, oh, that was Wednesday night. That yeah. was just a Wednesday. That was just RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, the classic. With my, yeah, two of my sisters, my wife and brother-in-law. Because, yeah, if I get drunk to where it stings in the morning, I'm yeah. like, okay, maybe like a week or two. Yes. At least, not yeah. necessarily off from beer, because like, oh, I can have or a Or just beer keep here, it on like, the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, but yeah. if I get to point of like yeah. hungover, feeling like shit, that's like yes. easily a month or two. Yeah. And then maybe have a beer yeah, in that time frame, a couple. Well, but like, and also I'm like, I'm like, am I not my, judging them? I'm just no, saying but I like, cannot. Rage my wife that has hard. Learned, has come a long way where she's not like drinking to run away from her problems yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. I mean, you just start having fun and but it gets like, out of control. But my sister is like post divorce still, yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, and I don't there there's so, there's always someone that's drinking for a mission for other and then reasons. and then the rest of my family or my wife is like, well, yeah, yeah we're all here, let's have fun together, and so yeah, they're yeah. just like taking the lead of this yeah. person. It's and... like when you go to Vegas and everyone's yeah. like kind of on the level and then right. someone like pushes it and then you're like, and yeah. then you're, you're drunk. So you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, uh, I'm hard. Willpower's just down. <laughs> no, <Right. laughs> um, no, you're just like, Oh yeah, this is fun. Let's hey, keep having hey Steve, fun. Who's down there sucking your dick yeah. on the table. Oh, it's Will Powers. Yeah. He's down there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill Powell. <laughs> He's nice, man. Oh, Bill Powell. Yeah. I don't know. Why he wa- he like kept a... chanting meat punch or something or beef meat. Yeah. Beyond meat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't beef. know. It's beyond me. Yeah. He was rubbing his balls on my feet and yelling beef feet. <laughs> it's some sort of term. I, he gets off Toma- on it. Tomato yeah. toes. <laughs> tomato hey, toes. Sometimes you got to pay for those kinds of pedicures. Sorry. My son wants free. to go play tomato toes yeah. right now. <laughs> he, rubs, a... he rubs his swollen sack on my feet. <laughs> And then spits yeah. uh, McDonald's ketchup. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing a great squat though. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, well, that's the blood in his cum because exactly. he's beating those those balls up to yeah. s- to swell. When you go beyond me, <laughs> and right into blood, I go straight for the blood. Yeah, this is alien technically all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's technically all vampires have be gone, have gone beyond meat well, straight to the blood. That is, too. there you go. <laughs> yeah, beyond meat. Yeah, is yeah. no no meat, just and feet. Always questionable or pan pan sexuality. Yeah. Well, and you could eat the seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uh, get a bumper sticker that says "Eat the seat," <laughs> and it's just like a little like yeah. upside down McDonald's thing right, or like right, a W. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. So, but I, I, it, I've definitely gotten into those where even myself, where I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good, yeah. and then and then it's the next day you're like, yep. oh shit, yeah. It's, and it's, then sometimes you just forget. And then, like in Vegas, uh, with my siblings, sometimes. The the shots never stop, or the glass is never not full, which is just like you know how yeah. you live your life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm again, I'm always the one. I'm a, I'm a little more. I think you are too. A little more OCD, where we're like, tomorrow I have to deal with things. Exactly. I don't want to be dealing with everything, feeling like shit. Right, right. Basically, thinking of tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thinking of the future because yeah. I can't help that. Like I never, I rare the the worst. I usually get. 
uh, when drunk is like sad or like angry, sad, like frustrated at things. But like, I don't usually ruin someone else's night. You know, like yeah. I like I don't like uh, I I don't like start fights. I'm still I I'm so I'm so anxiety and OCD. I'm still always thinking of like. What's my current state? How am I looking to other people? I right, don't want right. to be the fucking annoying I need to person. Show well. right. <laughs> I need to show well. Um, yeah, no, I'm scared. Like, I'll just say, because, like, we say crazy stuff, and when I get drunk, I just get more loud and. I don't say think, a, uh, things, I don't think but... a fantasy slash idea <laughs> of your, you know, young son yeah. beating his balls up <laughs> to tomato level red and then yeah. rubbing them on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to say that to the wrong person. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're just thinking of a, a nice piece of vegetable style fruit on a sandwich or something, and we're yeah. thinking tomatoes. Yeah, something beyond. Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Flatmaster. Oh, saying, Flatmaster, yeah. Vegas drunk, good times. Oh yeah, is that thrilling? You think? Oh yeah, that is. Mm. I totally forgot. You're right. He was there the one time. I, my friend who has diabetes, said if this thing pops out of my leg i'm gonna die and we got wasted now was his son tomato and <laughs> yes uh so well because he has the diabetes pump in his leg right, right, to right, keep yeah. his insulin stable mm-hmm. that thing pops at the end of the day he takes off running oh. goes back i'm now like many uh long island long island iced teas uh-huh. deep uh-huh. i go back to get my stuff he took Backwards. everything i have nothing but a pair of sandals so i'm wearing these like oh. dumb like oh, short yeah. board shorts <laughs> nothing else wasted out of my mind i'm like the room's not my name. I don't know if I'm on anyone's room. Right. <laughs> like freaking the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. And you're then... a persona non gratin. Grat- yeah. <laughs> gratin. Grat- grat- oh my God. Potato. Oh, that's going to be And then. Uh... Potato. That's <laughs> uh... so you drain all the blood. So your his ball sack is completely white, exactly. like starch of a potato. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You just get down to the mashers at that point. <laughs> um, but then I walk, I go, I'm like, all right, I'm going to just go walk through the casino basically yeah. half naked. <laughs> And go try and figure this shit out. So right yeah. as I do that, thrilling, and then Fat Matt here, my roommate, yeah, yeah. the one one of the few times he actually went to Vegas, yeah. and that night he ends up getting wasted and puking in the club. Oh, that was that front. That was uh, that trip, huh? yeah. They they're they're like perfect timing. Yeah, I'm like going back to the hotel. I'm start doing spin kicks and things because I'm happy <laughs> that I found things. <laughs> Uh, Real JCVD. Yeah, it was super super cool. There, yeah, yeah, I was just you know living my best life. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that later that night, yeah, yelling Shidoshi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was my sword, and I kept yelling, "You're not going to call the cops!" <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at people in the hallway, "You're not going to call the cops!" <laughs> uh, and then Fat Matt never drinks, so this is the one time he really drank. Mm-hmm. Got so drunk because he was mixing all these oh. drinks and cocktails and everything. Because I guess he just wanted to go for it. Yeah. We're at a Tao nightclub. Yeah, where. I get extra drunk, and then he pukes in the club. Yeah. Like, at our VIP table. Because I have a bouncer start poking me. I'm like, what? And he's like, <laughs> your friend's got to go. And I look over. You look down, and Bill Powell's down there. Yeah. You know, just sucking <laughs> yeah. your soft dick as you come, like, four times This is a tomato-free zone. Okay, yeah. bro. <laughs> uh, and I was like, what? And I look, and then Matt's just, like, puking. And then he looks ugh. up. I'm like, Matt, what are you doing? Yeah, he puked, like, down the back of the couch, right? Like Or like off the on, side. Because uh, then he looks and he gives the Let finger, like, boat. <laughs> just wait just wait one second. Yeah. And then yeah. he goes back and starts puking yeah. more. Here's a, hold a moment, please. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> pardon me. Uh, pukes gets kicked out. Right. Gacy uh, takes him home. Yeah. 
which they've never met before this trip. Right. Matt tells him about how much he loves him and so happy he's there <laughs> and how he wishes he could stand up to me. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> you were technically his boss back then. Also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and just all this weird stuff came out. It was like a very weird trip. But that one was fucked too because then... Should we be living with former subordinate employees? Huh? Is, that, is that right? <laughs> is that a weird dynamic? Uh, but I yes. don't know. You <laughs> fuck your daughter, man. <laughs> yeah. Daddy-daughter dance. Uh but then the thing that sucked, because we didn't eat for 24 hours. We just drank. Oh. So I didn't eat till like oh. Sunday at Pink's Hot Dogs where I got a double dog mm. chili burrito. Yeah. And then ate that and then drove us all home. So Matt oh. was like hungover oh. shit. Everyone was hungover. I was hungover, but then driving is like, oh. that was not where I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. But that was definitely a lesson oh. of pace yourself. Yes. Do the thing. Pace your race. And, well, again, I like, we're local-ish to Vegas because yeah. it's like a four hour drive. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if I take off a half day Friday, mm-hmm. we can get out there and go big f- yeah. Friday night or go out Thursday night Friday. Like yeah. you have that buffer so that by Sunday you're yeah. just like, okay, cool. I didn't go too nuts Saturday yeah, yeah. or whatever. Or yeah. you go nuts at the pool and then just yeah. downshift at night. Basically, when you like, only have that 24 to 36 hours of actual Vegas time, yeah. there's this urge to like, I got to get the most impossible because right. it's a long enough car drive to be like it's still kind of a road trip yeah and it's you know if it was yeah, like going to san diego it's like okay it's an hour and a half away like whatever right, but right. because it's this effort and you're getting a hotel well, and, and like traffic involved like right. if you go at the wrong time you're gonna yeah. be stuck in traffic yeah. going down the fucking 15 yeah. so i'm sure Flatmaster remembers the oh, 12 hour ride there and the with the car fire yeah and then the 10 or 11 hour ride back on yeah that same well where we got trip. off at state line and it took like eight hours just to get back on yes. the freeway. And I was very hung over that trip and yeah, laying down in the back of his Honda Civic. Yeah, that's where you had the uh, Michelob dollars. Yes. When we, the first night we got there, so we got there so late. Yes. They upgraded us to a suite. We very much were like, fuck this, we're going and doing something tonight yeah, yeah. at so, midnight, starting at midnight, midnight or one, one or something. Yeah. And then went to like five in the morning where. Joey is also not newly, newly single, but that was yeah. like one of your like, yes. Pretty new. early single Vegas trips. Uh, that was literally... Because that was like June or July. And it you was. Guys oh, okay. Like yeah. Well, I, thought, I kept thinking it was January for some reason, um, but yeah. Because you, you did go with us for New Year's, but that was later. Yes. That was like that same year, but after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was the dollar Michelobes, and then you yes. just like went ham. Yeah. We stayed in a suite. Probably right? had 15 or 17 yeah. of those, and I had already drank... Uh, the brewery bottle of mischief, like the champagne size bottle of that, while walking right to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. wherever well, that was O'Shea's. That was just going down to the I think street, that was yeah. O'Shea's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that was like one of the only places, not yeah. that Vegas ever closes, but yeah. not all the bars stay open Never all sleep the time. And, uh, <laughs> Every room is equipped with a sumptuous nightmare chair in the corner. Strap in, <laughs> take off, and scream away. <laughs> uh, but Thrillin said, yeah. When we were going there and the car stopped with the car fire, yes. we just started <laughs> drinking in the car too. <laughs> Ten cents. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like the uh I kept saying it was like the music video from REM that everybody hurts. Everyone yeah. everyone just got out of their fucking cars. Right. And started walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Through the desert. But yeah. Um that's that's gonna that'll be that's how we're doing, I think, today too. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> as well, we're close enough. Good. Sponsored um, by Flatmaster. There yeah, uh this episode is sponsored by Keen. Oh, yeah. Um we gotta make sure and put the ad in this one too. Yes. Um but yeah, Keen is uh I don't have the fucking read up here, but it is um a super long running um uh psychic and spiritual advisor 
website. Um, it's been around since 1999, and uh, you can listen to two episodes ago. We have a whole rundown of our experience using it, um, and you'll hear the ad in the middle of the show. So yes. thanks, Keen, for being a sponsor. Um, it's a cool service to go try it out, and if you go to trykeen.com slash ancientaliens, uh, it's T-R-Y-K-E-E-N dot com slash ancientaliens, you get your first uh, 10 minutes with a spiritual advisor for only a dollar ninety nine, and usually it's like a dollar ninety nine a minute or more. Right, right. So it's quite the um, value. But yeah, you can get tarot readings. Um, you get psychic mediums if you want to talk to people that have died. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially, um, there are uh, past live readings. All sorts of fun stuff on there. So yeah, uh, try out Keen at trykeen.com slash ancient aliens. There we go, and, and support the show. Flatmaster just also supported the show with his oh. Twitch subprime. So, Thank you. Uh, if you ever want to join us for a live session, yeah. we uh, stream these on Twitch and TV the twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Slash Slash come daddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we treat the uh, chat kind of like taking phone calls. Yeah. You can, uh, if you have Twitch and you have a. Amazon Prime account. Yes. You can sub for free every month. Yes, and yeah, they you actually link, give us You go money. in your Amazon Prime account. You link your Twitch account to Amazon Prime, and now you yeah. have a Twitch Prime account. Right, and you'll see a little crown next to the subscribe button if you did it right. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you get to do that, and that supports the show as yeah. well. And then Patreon.com is another great way to support yeah. the show. Patreon.com/slash Probing Ancient Aliens, where for five bucks a month or more, you get at least two exclusive episodes. Uh, of one of them is probing deeper where we probe deeper a few knuckles deeper into um subjects like related subjects to kind of ancient astronaut theory or just really the ufology world the paranormal world um we just excuse me we uh we just did one at a patron suggestion our patron brian with a y suggested we look at the show from 2014 2015 hangar one yeah what is it ufo case case files or something like that it's like a MUFON. Yeah, MUFON-driven uh, documentary show that was on for two seasons. Um, that's going to go up in June, because we're actually ahead of the game here. Yeah, so if um, you want that, you can sub yes. on June 1st and get that, plus all the yep. backlog content for just I think $5. That's, I think that's going to be the 40th podcast on Patreon. So mm-hmm. even if even if you just wanted to try, if you haven't tried Patreon before, it's super easy um, it's just a it's a monthly subscription service, yeah. and you you pay what you think the show is worth. <laughs> like Bo Bandy, who pays <laughs> yes. beyond Galactic Daddy yes. status, beyond meat, <laughs> beyond me. <laughs> Bo beyond <Yeah>. meat, <laughs> <laughs> Bo beyond <yeah. laughs> Um But uh, but yeah, the uh, we've actually had a few people paying us quite a bit during quarantine, which is very yeah. much appreciated. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, and then the other uh, Patreon exclusive show is. Adventurous Ghosts, which is just like Probing Ancient Aliens, but for the show Ghost Adventures with Zach Bagans and crew. And that's, yes. we're going to start season three, and that's a monthly show, so once a month. So um, it's crazy that we've had the Patreon up for like a year and a half almost right. at this point, because it was January 2019, Something. I think. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's there's literally 40 extra episodes that you could technically get for five bucks if you wanted to just like right. do a full porn tab session, just exactly. download all those fuckers Go ham. directly. So, yeah. Um, you can also, I, th- I think we fixed it where you can actually, if you're a patron, you can put a special RSS feed in your po- favorite mm, podcast app okay. and it'll auto just download auto. just like a normal podcast when we right, post right. shit too. So, um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's all the kind of housekeeping as they call. It. Oh no, we have a new review. We have yeah. a new reaching for the stars review 
where we ask you little probers and probats out there to go on to Apple Podcasts or your podcast service of choice yeah. and uh, give us a five-star rating. Review us in the comments of that rating, and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out, just like Gray's Bike Co., which is like uh, apparently a, a gray alien who has um, kind of humanized him or herself, right. they sell, yeah. and uh, started a bike shop. So. Yeah. Um, but they listen to the show. Titles it, Great Show, five stars. I enjoy this podcast way more than the show. I'm a firm believer that aliens do exist, and I follow the topic fairly extensively. However, many of the, quote, experts that are featured on the TV show are the reason everyone thinks the subject is only for idiots. If you don't <laughs> see how ridiculous some some of the contributors are, cough, Wilcox, Sucolos, <laughs> uh, can be, and don't like to laugh, this podcast isn't for you. Keep up the good work. That guy or gal, that gray... He might have the most like exactly why we did the show, right? Like sentiment in in a review ever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like encapsulating in exactly who the mm-hmm. show is meant for. It's like, yeah, we love the show, but they're fucking porn doc, they're porn right, researchers, right, right. you know, like they're they're all porn archaeologists. Which uh... which I explained to my stepdad the other day. He's like. <laughs> Porn doctor? <laughs> Not offended, but he's like, he just couldn't like he looks like he, figure out. If he was like on this, he would be a porn doctor. Yes, too, exactly. Oh, yeah. like, Even like this episode, he looks like a handful of the guys. Yeah, or he yeah. looked like he'd be a MUFON guy, too, exactly, on the yeah. other thing. But. So I saw some shit yeah. <laughs> out in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> the Jews, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <Yeah. laughs> Talk about aliens, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there is a funny one star, but we don't read the one stars, yeah. but just go to Apple podcasts and yes, check exactly. us out in the comments. And yeah. while you're there, leave a five star, but yes. read the one star refers to our belching. Oh, uh, that's a two star. <laughs> oh, two star. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, but we yeah. had quite a laugh with that one. Um, it's very strange how, and we'll get to the show in just a sec, but it's very strange how podcast apps at Facebook, like social media in general, how it's thinks that it's sorting comments in a relevant way. It's yeah. really annoying. Like we're running an ad right now to get, you know, new new users that are targeted with, you know, right. ancient aliens and a bunch of other people on the show. Um and getting lots of comments and shares and all that good stuff. But it's fucking annoying that what I want to see the newest comment someone's put on that uh, ad video. Oh yeah, you have to like it's like most relevant. Most the last choice. The yeah. last choice is see all comments. I'm like right. just put the fucking comments chronologically, you idiot. Like right, I don't right, understand right. What Zuckerberg is doing? Yeah. He's a Zuck sucking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, on those on the ad, if anyone sees it, there's yeah. people claiming we're a Christian group. Yeah, there's at least three people to... implying or outright stating that we're a religious group, a Christian group, who because we the ad copy says like Christian. it says like history's ancient aliens, but are a wee bit skeptical about the evidence they present. Have we got a podcast for you? And then it explains more. But it's like. Everyone's like, oh, these must be a bunch of Christians trying. And it's like, just because it sounds like you're a defunct Christian who hates your family. Right. Who used to be, you know, like shit on you with Christian points all the time or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And now you're angry that, you know, because it's like, no, skeptical is usually, I mean, if you're going to take the term skeptic, that's actually more socioculturally about saying like, oh, I want to question religion or, or big philosophies, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we're not, <laughs> not trying to say like value. the Lord made all of these like pyramids right. and stuff. We're not like... young earthers <laughs> who think yeah. Satan oh. put dinosaur bones in the ground to trick right. people. Yeah. And it's all 6,000 years old. Right. All that. Other <laughs> it's just bullshit. like, that's like, like the weirdest, just, I... the weirdest take ever. I'm and like, to have okay. multiples do it. Like yeah. the one guy like had this huge rant and yeah. then threw that in. I'm like, okay, weird yeah. flex, but okay. But, uh, <laughs> but then you realize when we've targeted people that like ancient aliens, Sukalos, Wilcock, right. a few other people that have their own pages and stuff. 
you realize, and, and we like I've said forever, it's like ancient astronaut theory has become a religion to a lot of people. Right, right. And I think like the guy that did the biggest rant, I think was only in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, he's grown up since he was a little kid with the yeah. show Ancient Aliens and memes and all that stuff yeah, being yeah. one of the the sort the origin philosophies of yeah, one of the origin <laughs> philosophies of humanity and earth right, you know right. so uh, i'm like wow we're apparently offending people and <laughs> and then like and then some other person was like tagged her his wife or girlfriend yeah. and she was like what is this a show a podcast and it's like a it says video? podcast like yeah. seven times. well cuz it's like technically a video cuz yes. it like plays all the pictures yeah, so yeah. i don't know if she couldn't figure that out exactly or, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of weird things happening mm-hmm. there but uh, anyway, um, but yeah, this uh, episode is uh, the Alien Architect. Should we take a quick break? Oh, for pissing and stuff pissing like that. Pissing and slotting in the ads. Oh, yeah. Ads coming. A little tomatoes <laughs> sesh. Yes. I mean, <laughs> pee out of my butthole, yes. too. We'll be back after a word from Keen, our sponsor. Hey, Steve. Hey, Joe, man. Yeah, hey, uh, as, uh, as a lot of you regular listeners might know, we've been, we've been getting into some non-alien stuff. We've been getting into... Uh, 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 paranormal investigations. We've been getting into spirit box sessions, the Estes method, things like that. Um, and we recently went right down, right into that rabbit hole even further and tried Keen, which is the largest online network of spiritual advisors providing quality love and relationship advice, psychic advice, and tarot readings since 19. 19- 99. Now, that's not tarot reading. That's tarot reading, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's got her own yeah. backstory. She has right. nothing to do with Keen, but no. Keen is uh, is one of our new sponsors to Probing Ancient Aliens. So um, we tried the service out. Uh, and what's that URL? Um, well, we tried the service out, and you, as one of our listeners, can try the service out at trykeen.com slash ancientaliens. And as our listener, you will get your first... 10 minutes of your psychic session for just $1.99. So, uh, 10 minutes. Yeah. You're, uh, hey, Steven. I'm shocked. Steven. I'm shocked. I am not kidding here. At <laughs> trykeen.com slash ancient aliens, you as our listener will get your first 10 minutes for just $1.99. So, uh, I tried it very recently with Steve here, and uh, I had never had a tarot reading before. Never had the cards pulled before, as they say in the industry. Get a little card pull going. A little card pull going. Because there's all sorts of cards. There's oh, like yeah. an almost infinite amount of cards. There's yeah. angel cards. Yes. There's Native American cards. Yeah. There's this, Egyptian Exactly. Cards. This deck was, uh, this this reader, this tarot reader was, uh, special, she, she specialized in Egyptian cards. So um, she was she was pulling cards. For multiple questions during my session, I, uh, you know, as we all know, me and Pino don't have the greatest relationship. Uh, she gave me some really good advice uh, about my dad and, you know, maybe if our relationship will ever be repaired in the future. Uh, gave me some advice on, as as some as you Twitch streamers know, or as you Twitch uh, fans know, William Coosby, my wife, uh, asking if we're going to have a baby at some point soon. How should we raise that baby? Is it going to be safe to have that baby, am yeah. I am I fertile? Is she fertile? Is it going to have right. be uh, a troubling experience or not? She gave me great advice on that, um, and she was pulling really interesting cards too. It was cool because again, never had a tarot reading before. It wasn't just uh, for me. It wasn't just like 
the judge, you know, death or things like that. Uh, it was really specific cards to my questions. It was really cool. Um, and uh, some career advice, too. You know, you, you know that Steve and I work at the same place. You don't know where <laughs> we work exactly, but uh, what if I was to get out of the corporate world and focus on my own business? She gave exactly. me advice on that, too. So um, it was a, it was a kind of an all-encompassing session. I asked her six or seven questions, all with really, really fascinating, really prescient uh, advice on each one of them. So yeah, um, and Keen, just so you know, Joe. Yes, you're you're not the lone man out there. Okay, no. you're not the solo bolo. No, Keen has enabled over fifty million conversations to date. Yes, and and those conversations are the interface they have on uh, on Keen. Where again, as our listener, you can go to trykeen.com/slash/ancientaliens and get ten minutes for just one ninety nine. Um, you can filter by price. You can filter by type of reading. They have uh, FAQs. That's frequently asked questions on if it's your first reading. Hey, go to the Readings 101 article on their advice. Yeah. And uh, you did uh, – there's chat if you want to stay yes, anonymous. Exactly. They'll call you exactly. if you want to verbally speak. Yes. you can. I don't live. know about video chat. So Yeah. We did not see an option for that. We wanted that option. We had our webcams ready. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Keen believes in privacy. So, exactly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, their reading was 101 uh, blog helped me to kind of focus, again, as a first-timer for this. Uh, it really helped me have a great experience the first time to make sure and have some questions ready and to use to use my time with my psychic advisor wisely, right? So, um, yeah, it and was... A, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and you can chat with an advisor 24-7, mm-hmm. obviously, as we just said, by phone yes. or chat or by downloading the Keen app yes. on mm-hmm. any of the major yes. app services. Google Play Store, Apple Play Store, okay? Uh, um, Zune, Microsoft Zune Play Store, <laughs> any of the Play Stores out there. Um, yeah, every conversation on Keen is backed by a satisfaction guarantee and is 100% anonymous, meaning you can join risk-free. Uh, advisors are priced as low as one ninety nine per minute, which are some of the lowest prices in the industry. And when you find the right advisor, developing an ongoing relationship leads to a number of benefits monthly, uh, intention of setting, <laughs> gaining clarity, or, you know, you can just find the significance or the, as we like to say, yeah. synchronicities, synchronicities. Um, chakra clearings, and any additional reasons that you just might have, yeah. you know. Uh, I know a lot of people in the business right now are doing, you know, clearings of people's houses at everyone's home. So mm-hmm. you can you can mess with whatever you want. Right. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of psychic advisors on Keen. And again, as one of our listeners, you can enjoy your first 10 minutes for just $1.99 at trykeen.com slash ancient aliens. I definitely want to go back after my first time. Yeah. You know, like, like it was it was really interesting. I want to try the other, you know, they have their love and relationship advisors, you know, uh, they have their overall spiritual readings too, you know. Yeah. I'd probably do that one next. There, because There was a ton of advisors on there. Yes. When we were searching around for this uh, test sesh. It was also so. cool because as I was, I was trying to filter down to, you know, tarot readers that were available right now that were highly rated. There's rating systems. They tell you how many readings the psychic advisors have done before. Some of these advisors have done thousands of readings. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's very, nuts. they have very experienced advisors on there. But hey, don't, 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 uh, don't not give the new advisors a shot too, because exactly uh, all the psychic advisors have a, a wide spectrum of uh, expertise. So, exactly, and the Skill interface is and specificity. Exactly, and like I said, the interface on the site is really easy to filter it down. We literally saw um, advisors going from you know you have a call now option, you got a chat now option, yeah. and it literally changed 
before my very eyes, my own yeah. personal eyes, to uh, to say they were busy. So you're not, yeah. you know, trying. You're not going to get. Right. Uh, you know, skunked when you're trying to sign up for an advisor or whatever, too. Yeah, you're only totally. getting the live ones on yeah. there. So. They, they populate who's ready to roll right now exactly, and let you know if they're not ready yeah. to roll. Because, again, yeah. we're all people out here, and we're not 24-7 on clock, right. even right. though we're, you know, in right. these times that we are. So, But the psychic advisors at trykeen.com slash ancient aliens are available 24-7 for you. They are 24-7. They'll yeah. tell you who's 24-7. Yes. If maybe someone's 23-6, yeah. <laughs> they won't populate. Yeah. But if they're 24-7, they'll be there. Yeah. Maybe if they're 25-8, if they're, they're in some sort of weird time dilation, maybe going through one of those, you know, wormholes, those leather tubes. Exactly. Through time space. Uh, but maybe yeah, again. visiting Florida. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, don't take our word for it, but really take our word for it. Yeah. Uh, go to try, try, trykeen.com. That's T-R-Y-K-E-E-N.com slash ancient aliens. And try those first 10 minutes for just $1.99 today. Trykeen.com slash ancient aliens. Give it a whirl. That documentary on Vice or something where it's like yeah. in England, there's some river bank yeah. and it's just flooded. Yeah, with the old wipes. sewers out there just backed up with millions yeah. of people's wipes and They're it like, became. Stop using bum wipes. What was it? Wipes. Uh, there's the Adam ruins everything on that where he's the they call it a a fatberg because all the oil and plastic from the the, the wipes wipe. like it just like becomes a giant concrete. Ugh. Like, literally Thick harder mass. than concrete island yeah. somehow. <laughs> and they have to, like, remove the whole section of sewer and all that shit. Yeah, just yeah. to get in there and fuck with it. Yeah. So uh, I've been living that tushy life. And it's oh, it, yeah. there is a learning curve to these yeah, the angle. bidets. Right. But when you get that angle, whew, bidet, Mike. your dangle becomes a stiff. Yeah. <laughs> becomes clangle. Yes. <laughs> Chris Krangle. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, let's get to the architects, the alien architects here. Uh, we start off for the thousandth time. Uh, right by Angkor Wat in yeah. Cambodia, but this is a little-known burg called Krong Siem Reap, hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, the temple Baksai Champra. Uh, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing Not that, but I can't Champa remember what it says. style. Yeah. <laughs> um, Champa Supagola, which yeah. I miss. Korean barbecue, I really oh, miss yeah. during quarantine. Uh, mainstream archaeologists say that it's from the 10th century, but 9,000 miles away, we got the Mayan ruins... Of the Temple of the Great Jaguar yeah. at Tikal, um, <laughs> and that's from the eighth century A.D. And so, this whole episode is we got buildings really far apart, yeah, even centuries apart. How do they look so goddamn similar? How are those right. bro- brocks and blicks? Uh, but your blick, <laughs> uh, so fucking <laughs> Catherine. <Yeah>. Oh God, <laughs> deep cut from yeah. three jobs ago. Um, <laughs> And we get a lot of Childress on this episode, which I'm very glad. They did like yeah. a, a big Childress push because the last episode had a zero mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Childress score. So um, Childress chimes in and says, when you look at pictures of these temples on two different continents, they're virtually identical. It's as if the same architect has designed both of these. And that's the that's the flawed um point that they're trying to make. I mean, this is my Christian point of view. Yeah. <laughs> that hey, it's, it's completely flawed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, down here and of course, that. I bet you that guy like is like so curious. One day he actually tunes into this it, part yeah. of this episode, <laughs> skips ahead and is like, this is my Christian point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I told Whoa. you. I knew it. <laughs> Those assholes were talking about me still. Um but uh, but yeah basically that the uh that wall building and step pyramid building is so 
advanced and specific that there's no way that ancient cultures and they do they go they go back on calling them primitive cultures in this episode right, a right, lot. Right. Um, there's no way that they could all separately figure out how to make a step block structure right. or a wall with tight fitting blocks. Now again, we're not saying my Christian point of view. We're not saying. <laughs> Uh, they didn't that, do it. That this is not amazing. Yeah. That it's like not a huge feat of engineering. And in fact, in many of these situations, I'm like, well, especially the Earth Grid stuff, the ley line stuff, mm-hmm. the the Graham Hancock theory of there were there were more advanced races of humans before the people that built this stuff that right. could have taught them those things. Yeah. Um, as opposed to having to be aliens coming down because. Right. They're, these aliens are apparently so fucking invested in this planet yeah. that they want these people to build all this shit, and they're well, going to give them devices that then disappear magically. And because you don't keep the chisel afterward, yeah. it's like, but you're saying the chisel is an anti gravity levitation device. Right. <laughs> well, also, why are they teaching them? And then the whole thing wraps up with like, hey, maybe they're just leaving a secret so we can right. figure it out later. It's like, well, then why the fuck did you tell these people? Right. And now you're gone, and that's like exactly. a secret right. for us to find yeah. out later? Like, that's Is the part that just... Is more than one meaning to tomatoes? Oh, my God. <laughs> these feet I've been mesh. Mi- I've been missing out this whole time. I've been vegan for years. I've been living beyond meat. <laughs> Cricks, I'm sorry, Ooh. but you gotta go. I can't. You can't, you can't help me live this tomato life. Yeah, like you can't I put on a big dildo. It's not the same eat, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fill up a water balloon yeah. full of blood and ketchup. <laughs> a lot of balloons. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so um, these are simple uh, uh, geometric shapes. Right. Also, as they, they have said on other episodes, a step pyramid, a pyramid shape in general is, you know, a, ta- a tapering stack of blocks. Right. Is the simplest, most like uh, instinctual way to create foundational strength and structure to build things taller. Yeah, like you can't to just keep vertical. putting yeah as much weight. Like that's why skyscrapers were such a huge feat because it's like, oh wow, you have this symmetrical rectangle that's super tall. Yeah, and it's it's the same foundation, you know, the same thickness at the bottom yeah. as at the top. Oh, she <laughs> thick. Uh, but uh, and yet it's not. Uh, falling over, but that's because right. steel came about, and steel can flex a little bit without snapping right. in half. So, um, and maybe they had structures like that back in the day, and they've just knocked over due to earthquakes right. or rotted away. Exactly, so this is what's left behind. Right. Like, again, if, if also we, on this show, they had all the, those guys that were like, like, "It's earthquake." Yeah, they're like, well, they're like a, a apocalypse scientists, where they're like, mm-hmm. "Here's how long it would take your average skyscraper in New York to rot into nothing." Right, and it was literally like. Uh, it was like fifteen hundred to two thousand years or less, or something, something ridiculous. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they had that Discovery used to have that show. It's like overgrown, and it was yes, like, yeah, or yeah. people disappeared or something. And right, it was like, right, here right. are these parts, and it just like grows, yeah. grows, gets crazier. But um, yeah, basically to the point where the all the steel foundation uh, was dust. Yeah, it was like seven to ten thousand years. Which that, and then we were like, yeah, think of how many generations of humanity could right. have just like cycled and cycled and cycled right. in the last hundred thousand years. Right, you know? right, right. And Graham Hancock style, like, if we all disappeared and this happens, what's left behind? Like, probably these pyramids still. Right. But, like, Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Right. right? Like, so people are going to be like, how'd they carve these humanoid faces (laughs) into the side of this big mountain? Right. And they could be all weathered and look completely different. But again, it's going to be like, how the fuck did they do that? It's like, well, they were more advanced. They got wiped out. And now one of the power places they're going to find on the Earth grid is going to be Ping Pong Pizza. They're going to be in that basement and just be able to. 
they're it's like they'll get a little younger. They'll smell that chemical yeah. that yeah. comes out of kids. Well, and, that's where the elusive, uh, you know, fountain of youth is, and exactly. they're going to have a whole nother, you know, the elusive trail body out there to get out there. <laughs> yes. Trail to get out there to get out there. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The fountain of youth. There's a movie where he's just finding the basement of, of ping pong yeah. pizza, and all these kids are yeah. in fucking cages. And... Hillary Clinton's down there looking good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Bill's getting blowjobs <laughs> from the. Uh, Bill Powell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Pork yeah. Betty. You know, because you shorten the last name, too, with nicknames. Right, right. Bill Powell. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, they have this guy, Richard Cassaro, on, who's an author. He looks like a ponytailed mafia lackey right, uh, from right. an 80s movie. like, yeah. <laughs> Or he actually looks like... Uh, what if Mr. Big from Wayne's World, the record oh, right, producer, right, right, like right. wrote a book Did about pyramids or something? Because <laughs> and he's literally like, you know, all these fucking things, are, and it's just he's like a dumb. I'm like, again, he's a classic porn doctor, porn right, researcher right, guy. Right. You know, I also am bothered. Um, I think I said a little later, but the half that real Scottish guy on the oh, like yeah. something Creighton or Creighton has he been on and before? No, okay. Um, they've had a really old Scottish guy on mm-hmm. before. Uh, who might have passed away at that point. But uh, um, I don't know why on this show they don't, like, officially introduce the people that aren't the regulars. Like, you would think that it was two seconds they could go, you know. This is whatever. Johan Creighton is a fucking, himself introducing himself, (laughs) talking in the third person. Classic uh, (laughs) Scottish name, Johan. Like, why don't they just say, this fucking asshole's a researcher who's done this, right, this, and right. this, and Here's it's like, backstory. give it's, us, give us a little bit to go on instead of just like, oh, cool, right? A guy that I can read his book about. Yeah. I'm like, but who the fuck is he? Wow, we've got a new foreigner on the right. team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, another foreigner I can study like they're in a fucking zoo, like they should be. Whoa, whoa, dad, put Easy. the gun down, yeah. please. We're talking aliens. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Shut up, mirror, mirror self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe. Right is left. Left is right. <laughs> Racism is equality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Work okay. makes you free. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> pivot, pivot, pivot. Uh, Jonathan Young come, comes on and uh, comes from Santa Barbara and uh, talks about Preo Pishnikar, which we just talked about a few episodes ago. He's the uh, guy that got taken up to Indra's heaven, which was a, a bunch of palaces, a whole city floating in the sky, and they think it's a space station, an alien space station. And that's where he learned many things, like ma- mathematics, culture, metallurgy, but also how to build the temple complex Angkor Wat to look just like Indra's heaven. Right. Um, and then they make the point that uh, later on that he also is um, Kukulkan from right. the Mayan Incan religion who had a very similar origin story and went up to a big city in the sky and looked at yeah. math and all that stuff and came down. So, um, uh, 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 oh, I did say if we, if I wouldn't, you, it's probably too late now, but for later I marked that, uh, they show a bunch of statues at the 438 mark mm-hmm. and it's like these faces stack and they all look really pissed off. They're all like, Ugh! like they don't even look like ancient. They look like someone faking an ancient statue, but right, it's like right. really, they look like, um, Fake an ancient oh, they, they remind me of the thwomps in super Mario world. Like the big things that the big stuff, oh, and then yeah, they yeah, get yeah, mad yeah. when they like right. jam down on your yeah. Mario Kart spiky, uh, um, pillars. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Von Daniken is on and you can barely fucking understand understand him he's like the one guy they don't subtitle <laughs> within the show right. and it's like you should <laughs> well, we uh, that, <laughs> um but he's he's saying the same shit he's he's, he's just going oh, it's so arrogant to think that and he's like these are definitely extraterrestrial and i only made that point because it's like hey dickhead in the comment thread of our ad right, right. you're like they're saying it's a theory and asking questions like no 
listen to the guy you're defending defending, who wrote the book on the subject. Not that it's possible that it is specifically. it is true. Um, We get the return of William Bramley here. He was on a lot in the first few seasons. He's kind of like a droopy dog mixed with your roommate, Matt. Right. He's rural, and then he has kind of a, a Linda Moulton Howe vibe to the way he talks, like very, just very kind of dour and sad yeah. sounding, and a lot of mouth and cheek action <laughs> happening. Um, but uh, he's he's bought into this too, and he's like, you have a span of seven thousand years where the same god apparently is designing all the same architecture. So again, trying to have this extraterrestrial slash divine link of how all these buildings are built. For thousands of years. When again, to me, it makes more sense that if they had to learn it from somebody, mm-hmm. which I don't even think is necessary, because again, these are simple shapes. And also yeah. it's the the not dismissive, what else are they gonna fucking do factor? Right, right. You know? Right. Um what what else are you gonna do when you have a tribal leader or a king who's who you think is God or a god or divine right. who is saying we need to have our culture last forever? Right. What what more motivation could you need at a time when there's nothing else to do except get food, get shelter, have sex, right? And your culture is growing. You have and yeah, you have farming. You have time to right. fuck around and people to specialize right. in things and, and people to try and impress you by saying, right. "Look at this cool thing." Impregnate I out. you, yeah. Um, um, and what more motivation to see that? Oh, as we build these structures, our you know kids are surviving longer. We're surviving longer. Our culture is growing now. There used to be two hundred people. Now there's like a thousand in the last yeah, ten we years. Need to figure out where to put them. It's, safely. it's yeah, yeah, and it's and it's like what more motivations? Like oh, the more we build and kind of set up shop in one place that's by a right. river with clean water and this and that, the more we're going to survive. What more motivation would you need? But the ancient astronaut theorists say no, no. It, it could only have. They were just zombie walking around apparently right. looking for fucking bananas like Sukalos yeah. always says until aliens said hey build well, take blocks and stack them high like they this. were doing that all while being bred by the Anunnaki many exactly. years before yes. to be intelligent yes. and then taking their taking yeah. away their tools and toys three years a slave right yeah. that's what that was about there you go. Um, was that even what it was called or 20 years a slave know. 20 and back sure <laughs> Slave dancer, the book I'm a, I had to read. Amistad, the twenty, a twenty and back story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we get a suk alert here, and he says, uh, "It is striking that you can travel around the planet and find structures that are similar in nature." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, yeah, you know, everyone has houses. There's the houses. There's apartments. Mm-hmm. There's lar- tall buildings or short yeah. buildings. Rich, poor. Yeah. There's underground buildings. Yeah. There's." There's structures that hold water back in a river. Like it's like there's all these kind of archetypal things that yeah, a certain building fulfills a certain need, right? Right. right. Um, but uh, and I and I wrote I was like it's almost as if there's one species of animal building all of these around the world who just have slightly different ecological biomes they're living in, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, if, if 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 you're living somewhere like the famous Monty Python Holy Grail thing, it's like. Uh, uh, we settled here on the swamp, and I tried to build a castle, and yeah. it sank. And so I built another one, and it sank. And then it's like, sure, you like gotta you, adapt everyone has their own yeah. challenges and things like that. Right. But meanwhile, people live in swampy areas, and they have fucking tall pole foundations with yeah. like raised raised floors and all that stuff. So it's not sitting well, just in water. Look at animals. So to your point of like, oh, we're a species yeah. across the world, right? right? Do ants build ant hills differently in different parts of the world? Some of them build uncle hills. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> my aunt hill. That's my Aunt Hill. Yeah, it's my Aunt Benny Hill. Yeah. <laughs> she puts on lingerie and runs right. around or whatever. Um, well, I try to fuck her. <laughs> it's 
my red yeah. billowing basket. How do we get so many doors for her to hide behind? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, time warp. Yeah. But like again, so some some ants in the Amazon are going to be bigger. Yeah. Some are going to be smaller over here. Some live in woods. Some yeah. build a pile. Some live underground. Yeah. Some eat this. Some eat right. that. Right. Like same just with birds, ants in general. Things That's like what I'm saying. That. Yeah. Just like you can look at any animal right. that has. It's either the same species or it's relevant, like yeah. cousin. Yeah. And like, oh, they all kind of do the same thing. Exactly. Or version of it. Right. Same phylum or whatever shit. Um, oh, Doomkin loves the new studio, aka Doom Nukin. Joe on the other side. <laughs> and it. Doom Nukin. <laughs> Finally Doom-key. get to see it. <laughs> Doomkin. Doom Nukin. Yeah. Right? Doom <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're saying like, damn it, like D A M N. So. Um, but uh, it looks like Joe and I are holding hands yes. if we. Uh, Put out here. Now we put we out are one, but uh, technically not. <laughs> yeah. But yes. yeah, we're down here, yeah. <laughs> low key holding hands. Yeah, yeah. just tomato blasting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> tomato blasting. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 again. If I knew the fucking terms for if it's like the same whatever phylums of or families of animals, they're all going to do these similar things, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh wow, a dingo in Australia lives in a den. Just like right. a dog, a wild dog in the American Southwest, right. it must have been aliens that showed them how to do that. Right, it's like right. no, how to find a hole inside of a a, a three-walled hole where they can only have one <laughs> one entrance in and out to make sure uh, that yeah. dick doesn't crush them and their babies oh, every yes. time it comes in. So uh, <laughs> these are these are puss dogs and puss <laughs> yeah, dingoes. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, that's why that's <laughs> why again my, ate my that's <laughs> why my my heavy Christian upbringing. I, they were, I was told there was puss dogs yes. in vaginas, and if you tried to fuck a girl too early, they'd bite the tip yeah. of your dick off. Only so. only the father of that. That that daughter, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, could release the hound, right, so that it wouldn't chomp on you. Yeah, that's where Prima Nocta came from. And uh, Nog Champa, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Krong Miam Reap or whatever it was <laughs> up here. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, we get a lot of Wilcock on this episode too, and yeah. uh, he says, "Now a bunch of primitive people who somehow get motivated to haul around these giant blocks of stone, and everybody around the world seem to be doing the same thing." Uh, Richard Cassaro goes, there seems to be some kind of master blueprint in all the civilizations around the world. And I was like, yeah, the human brain, right? Right. Um, Bramley says that they're all interconnected, which comes into account in like the last segment where they think it's a huge circuit board, basically. Um, And I actually have less of a problem with all that shit than the first, the main like uh, through line of this episode, yeah. which is that only aliens could teach them to do right. this shit. Right, and again, maybe they gave them tips and tricks and right. whatever, helped spread them around the yeah. world. We're not denying yeah. any of that. They gave them a prima strategy least. guide yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to get through the game. <laughs> to say it's only that. <laughs> exactly. Whatever, yeah. Uh, we zip over to Cusco, Peru, to the Temple of the Sun. This is like a classic megalithic wall that has extremely tightly fitting but odd-shaped blocks in a lot mm-hmm. of it. Um, it's also a mix. Like, sometimes there's perfectly straight lines in these things sometimes it's odd shape both of them again equally fucking amazing feats of yeah. of engineering back then right but um excuse me and Sukes mentions that uh if you if you look at the temple of the sun and the the temple the valley temple outside the sphinx uh he goes if you basically if you blink right looking at one and blink and the other one appeared in front he says well, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two because the engineering style of those two temples are very similar. <laughs> um, he also is Not almost exactly the same. He's almost scared sure. to say identical, even though that's right, the right. point or something. But um, oh yeah, this is where the, the Lucan says they mm. figured it out. 
Yeah. He's moving big ass stones for dummies. Right. Alien <laughs> apologist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is where the Crichton guy, uh, right. not Michael Crichton, rest in peace, yeah. rest in power. Um, but uh, this is where he's like, you can't even slap a paper through the like that's always their favorite the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tell me where you can slide a piece of paper through in a large structure. Exactly. Can you show me the structures <laughs> that it can yeah, be done? Yeah, because my parents cinder block walls that surround their backyard. Yeah. I can't slip a paper through the mortar either. Exactly. Unless or it's old and cracked, when I guess. When I stack stones, I can't either. Right. I mean, I, I had to drill my own glory hole in there. It was rough. Yeah. And then my dad yelled at me because I chewed up all right. his bits. <laughs> um, and then the Scottish guy's asking, like, why, why would they choose such big stones? For tomato sessions, you know, it would just <laughs> crush your feet. Yeah, just <laughs> they didn't have steel-toed boots back then. Uh, but yeah, steel uh, was not meant to be uh, in existence back then. Well, steel does not melt, according to Rosie O'Donnell, go. too. Yeah. Um, well, that was a Pinot coming out. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> um, there are, and I'm like, well, there's religious reasons. Like, the, the reasons that we mentioned before, uh, and also the, the pragmatism of it, right? Which they actually talk about earthquakes in a little bit, which is yeah. fine. The pragmatism of that these... Um, uh, huge stones would stand would for sure stand up to gnarly weather, right? Yeah. Like let's almost mimic the cliffs themselves to so be, which we don't ever actually see what erosion is, you know, when right, in our right. short time on Earth, right? But, um, but I also had a theory here where I wondered if we're going on this kind of um, th- not that it's a new thought that these stones are immortal. They say it many times on the show yeah. and whatever. Um, but my theory is that what if the world because again, on this show, everyone's living in this. These cultures are all all experienced the Great Flood at one point. Mm-hmm. What if they're building these things high up on mountains, these these inaccessible places and whatever, and these huge stones? Because they're freaked the fuck out. Because generations ago, the world ended from a Great Flood, and maybe these huge stone blocks. Because he's like, because the Crichton guy's like, why don't they just stack smaller stones? And it's not a big deal. Use some mortar and shit. And yeah. it's like, but. But Again, smaller stones are going to crumble. Exactly, right? right? They're not going to hold up because right. maybe they did use smaller stones for buildings, yes. and they've now since exactly. been decimated. I just, I nobody, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say like, "Well, the gnarliest weather was the Great Flood," <laughs> you know, when the entire world fucking mm-hmm. went under Dell, and I'm sure there were storms and all sorts right. of horrible shit. Because basically, it was like a nuclear, a, a light little nuclear winter for a while. There, right. all the steam came up from the meteors that came and stuff. But well, and again. Um, um, just the high ground in general exactly. is where you want to be. Like that's the most right. strategic place. So if you're going to invest and build a large structure, right. build it up high so you can actually protect it. Or maybe that structure is what will protect the rest of right. your community. And this is where is exactly where Giorgio is at the walls of Thera in right. Greece. Because he's like, what's going on up here? Yeah. And he's like, and it's the the shitty thing with this whole section in and with him a lot of times. Um, which I'll get to it in a bit, but it's just like, oh, it's right here. Um, so he's he's up here on a very tall hill on an island in Greece, the Greek Greek archipelago, and the walls up there, and he's like, this wall here exists in one of the most inaccessible places. You got to take a car and go up these harrowing switchback roads. I didn't got to fucking walk for forty five minutes. My sciatic is going out. <laughs> so the idea that that's given, which I don't know who gives this idea. That this was built on a whim seems insane. There has to be a reason. It's like, yeah, we're all in full agreement with you, Giorgio. Nobody fucking built this thing right. on, on a, a whim. whim. Right, right. Who right. the fuck said that? Not right. a single archaeologist goes, eh, they fucking want to, you know, whatever. It's like, right. no, an archaeologist would say, 
They wanted to worship this goddess, so they built right. a fucking temple as to her. High as possible. The fuck they are you talking? They yeah, up and that's up. like that's like this is where I'm like now that we're seeing uh, quarantine Sukulos. I'm yeah. like this is where his ego is being dismissive of actual facts, which it's like when you're trying to present facts, even if they're theoretical facts, compared to what mainstream archaeologists are presenting as facts. Yeah. You can't just say they're fucking wrong. And like like we saw it at Contact, though, it's like, yeah. we told the skeptics to get out of there. We don't care about them anymore. Right, you right. know, it's like, that's not, it's not the right way to, now, now you're just wanting people to take this on into, to be fair, intellectual based faith, right? Right, right, right. Like, because there's no real proof yet. Yeah. Um, you just need to talk to people who are open. Yeah. Right. Kind of right. like us. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm um, going to question. So then you have to do a better job to prove your point. Exactly. Like, because if you just say, just follow me, blind me, right. blindly, then that is the Christian. <laughs> follow me, blind me. <laughs> uh, the Christian slash religious yeah, it's just faith, way yeah. of thinking is just like, believe me, because I said so, because this right. other thing over here said right. so. Right. Look, it all makes sense, right? right? And again, it's kind of like, that Trump tard, or you know, whatever. I don't know uh, if I ever heard Trump tard. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but just how he's kind of like, well, they're wrong. This huge, this huge, this yeah. wrong. It's like Suxo is kind of doing the same thing. Like, oh, they just built this here. I don't know why they're idiots. Yeah. I I didn't do any research to see maybe why they built it right here or talk about why they built it I'm, here. I'm picturing him leading a pro tomatoes uh, legal um, uh, protest. Because they're trying to make laws against tomatoes, and he's like, "No, they're wrong. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. <laughs> huge, huge, huge." These kids huge. with big swollen yeah. balls. <laughs> That's how you do. Um, but uh, oh, and then they talk about uh, keystone cuts with the metal brackets. This right. this point, I'm a little more like, not that I believe it was you know whatever, because there, but there really is only about two shapes of them that we see, at least on the show. It's right. the H shape. Yeah. Or it's the kind of like uh, flange, like hourglass. Yeah, yes, hourglass shape yeah. is a much better. Yeah, and uh, like if it was like a if the hourglass was completely conve- concave, right? right, right. Um, but uh, and this is where they would carve, you know, they'd have the stones together, they'd carve a piece out of there, and they would either fashion metal brackets somehow or pour molten metal, and it would, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, dry. You know, uh, what the fuck do they call it? It would cool set. and be, yeah, and set in, yeah. as in, in the metal, but. Um, and this is where I'm like, okay, like, uh, the one guy brings up the point where, like, they technically didn't have knowledge of casting alloys like that. Right. Um, now they don't say what kind of metal they are, mm-hmm. because if they were iron, iron can be cold hammered into shapes, right? So if it's iron and they rotted away, which I think one of, the, some old episode was like, most of the keystones have rotted away because right, they right. were metal. Yeah. Um, maybe they had one or something, I don't know. But it would all depend on what kind of metal it was. If right, they're saying right. that there's traces of real steel... Right in there, and it's thirteen thousand years ago. That's a little and different, right? That's a totally yeah. It's a totally yeah. fair point. Um, but uh, Childress chimes in here and he says, "You know this unusual way of fitting stones together. It's not that the actual idea of it isn't very unusual to me. Um, but uh, uh, it's found in Egypt and in Ethiopia and India and Greece. Oh, love a nice pita bread. <laughs> Italy, spaghetti town itself. Anchor one." So anchor say what I usually say uh, the Champa science in Vietnam and we find it in Peru and Bolivia. So uh, there's a lot of the the montage listing in this episode of like just right. look at all these examples. It must be a pattern for a an intelligent reason, right? Right, right. Um, and uh, uh, oh, uh, Bam uh, Bamley. Bram- Bramley, sorry, I wrote Bamley here. Wilford Bramley. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's claiming that. 
uh, humans wouldn't have built these because they wouldn't, like the megaliths, because they wouldn't live long enough to use the structures. And I mm-hmm. said, this is really dumb. That's a really dumb point mm-hmm. because he's not respecting the sociocultural religious lives of these people mm-hmm. um, because it's all about everything about these cultures is about ancestralism, right? Everything's right. about future generations. Like we left this here for the future or the gods created this for all the future generations, especially when your life is an average of like 32 fucking years old. You right. know, like it just, I find, I found it very just dumb. Like I'm not even trying to be dismissive. It's like, why would you say that? Like mm-hmm. everyone didn't build shit. Like, in fucking movies now, it's like, well, son, this is this was my grandfather's pocket knife, now and then it was mine, and now it's yours. It's like right. we just watched Problem Child, where he hands the dried <laughs> prune down that ends up saving his life when oh, Kramer stupid. shoots him in the chest. You know, like <laughs> I'm like, why? Why is this so like what? Like I don't know. It's that's like one of the most like low key ridiculous points, counterpoints, I've, or pro ancient astronaut theory points I've ever heard on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Grove Snake uh, wants some pilot action, but. That I don't know oh. if we'll get things that today. <laughs> uh, and then Dumikin also said they missed the tomato bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, tomatoes is when a child. Well, they they said they'll go back. And oh, okay, all right. Fine. I won't spoil it for you. If you don't want spoiled <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> um, we go to Giza here. Really old guy. Yeah. Um, long long time tomato. Practitioner, master <laughs> um, of toes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I wrote here that I'm pretty bored of the Giza Plateau because of this show at this point. But the, this this segment actually had kind of the most new information about something they've talked about a billion times. I guess I don't think they've mentioned a couple of these factoids. Um, but because uh, the, the pyramid is amazing, right? Mathematically engineering all that stuff. But um, but they also this is a point that comes back a lot. The second half of the episode, the Scottish guy Crichton, he's like. They found that if you if you take lines out of all the directions of the points of the pyramid and put them around the world in a circle, it's basically at the center of the world's landmass. And I'm like, right. Earth is a sphere. Mm-hmm. How can you be at the center of <laughs> the center of a sphere is relative, right? Like if you're talking about yeah. equator, all it, right, or what are the hemispheres? Yeah, that's one thing. He worded but. it weirdly in the sense that like. If this was Pangea and right. all the land was I mashed see. back together, okay. it's at the center. I see. Because okay. it's hitting the most land of mm. anything. Like, from this point and shooting out in those oh, directions, okay. I took it differently, you hit yeah. land more than if you were to put a dot anywhere else in the world. Got it. Okay. So, okay. that's, I think, what he was trying to say. More there. of like an all roads lead to exactly. Egypt kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, they, they do go into a lot of math here. And so, yeah. Wilcock uh, drips here and he says... Uh, uh, they didn't use the inch as we use. <laughs> they weren't having dick measuring or no. forehead measuring contests back then. Inch. Yeah. <laughs> my wife makes me measure my forehead every night to make <laughs> sure it doesn't go to a six head. No more receding. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we had to move to re- out of Reseda. Yeah. We had a beautiful piece of property out there. <laughs> my dog was lovely. <laughs> loved that yard. Thought it hit too close to home. Um, <laughs> but uh, she, he says, uh, uh, she, his wife's on the show. Uh, they don't use the inch as we use it. They used the cubit, which is exactly one twenty-fifth millionth of the diameter of the Earth, it's perfect. And I'm like, yeah, you okay, like string them around. And yeah, it's like, like if you chop if you chop up the diameter of the Earth into twenty-five million cubes, that's a cubit. And I'm yeah. like, okay, but that's cool. Like, I mean, I'm, again, it's not. It doesn't make the math that they were using any less impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the base of the pyramid is exactly three hundred sixty-five point twenty-four cubits, I guess, or right. f- feet or something, um, and 
which is literally the exact length of an Earth day in the orbit, which right. is interesting, uh, down to the quarter, little extra quarter day. Um, for a year. Exactly, a year. Yeah. yes. Um, the Yeah, that point twenty four. Right, because uh, it's like 365 point whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which probably offsets for leap, leap years, year, which makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Oh, leap year. Hmm. Um, <laughs> they're also saying that p- the pyramid is like a scale model of the northern hemisphere. So, like, if you take the base of the pyramid and put that on the equator... The top of the pyramid like perfectly hits the pole, like right, it's, which right, is in, right. which is interesting. But I also feel like that might be more of a geometric um, quirk of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like, well, yeah, if you fit it in the center. But again, to be fair, um, that that the way that that all works out, and then the the next thing is really interesting too. Um, one of the few things I'm like, wow, Sukes, I'm just as fascinated by that as you. He goes, right. if you take the location of the Great Pyramid as a coordinate. This number sequence of this coordinate matches exactly the speed of light while traveling through space, measured in meters per second. I mean, this is amazing stuff. And I was like, that is really, it's like, because it's like 399.9, yeah. whatever, Something. it's the speed yeah, of light. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they're saying that like the 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 Great Pyramid of Giza has a bunch of like encoded info about Earth just within its design, mm-hmm. almost like it's the... Uh, I was gonna say the Golden Plate Club, the uh, <laughs> like on Doughboys, the 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 gold record that um, right. Sagan and the other yeah, guy yeah, yeah. made too. Um, but again, Graham Hancock's interpretation makes more sense to me than aliens because those more ancient, more ancient and potentially advanced civilizations of people would have been more invested in the Earth, right? Yeah. Like they would have known more about their own planet. I would have thought so. Yeah. Um, Roven Snake taking a responsibility going back to his daughter's birthday range. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just dropped into the Twitch well, so Just drop it in and listen and see what's going on. Uh, they'll listen tomorrow. So thank, thank, you. thank you for joining. And, <laughs> uh, Doom Nukin says, uh, Egypt knew about the metric system. Yes, they could have. Yes, apparently. apparently. Yeah, so. these were meters. Even and, though, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Because a well, cubit is 1.86. Uh, meter square or something right, like right, that, right. but um, uh, but I mean, apparently, it was known by a lot of people because they talk about it in the Bible right, and right. shit like that. It's in the Bible, um, blah, 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 blah. oh, they then talk about how the Sukes's big point is that these megaliths are all calling cards for the aliens because they were uh set up to mimic the constellations above them, especially Orion, and say, Hey, this is where we're from, guys. And I'm like, mm-hmm. That's fine, logically, that kind of makes sense, I guess, yeah, um. But that that seems to be a pretty egotistical race of aliens, right? Um, that's a thing. Like, there's a weird self-loathing on this show with aliens. Even back, like, the Twilight Zone, right? Where, like, almost every alien they meet is just another human mm-hmm. from another planet, right? And uh, um, it's kind of a strange, like, why wouldn't you think that the aliens would be a little more, like Wilcox, a little more prime directive you. It's like, right, right. we're not going to fuck with anything. We're just going to learn about you and whatever. But at the same time, right. he's also saying... They came down and helped them build stuff that right. was for them, really, to see from the sky. It's like, but the, okay. Yeah, but, and then it's secret, so then you can unlock right. and find later. Right. So it's like, why? why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, it, it makes more sense that this was knowledge of a- more ancient humans than ancient right. aliens. But right, right. Um, even still, I'm not completely sold either way. I'm still very open to either, but I'm, I'm still not sold that they couldn't have figured this out on their own. Right. right. See. Geometric patterns and things like yeah, again with sacred math with works. a few geniuses being born every generation right. in a certain area. Like you get these people that just somehow maybe they were a little autistic. They can mm. fucking perceive things differently. Like whatever. But um, anyway, go to a uh, 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 Saint Saint Jean de Meta, which is in Canada. 
2015, uh, a 15-year-old kid, apparently a 15-year-old genius named Willem yeah. uh, Gadori or Gadri, uh, stumbles across something while he's studying Mayan star charts in their religious texts. Mm-hmm. And Wilcock uh, drips about this and explains. He says, Gadri discovered that there were 22 star maps in the text that lined up with their cities very nicely. He's talking about how they're placed under the constellations. Uh, but there was a 23rd map, just like my favorite movie, Jim Carrey's The Number 23, where one of the cities did not exist within the map. He was very concerned about this spot because this should be a treasure. According to him, this was a treasure map and X should mark the spot. So basically 22 out of 23 of these, there was a, a, a found a city that's been found right. um, in the fucking rainforest out there. Except well, this no one, one even knew to look and line up these maps to the right. to the physical map. Because it, it was either 100 and some or, or 1,000 and some cities that were like fucking all perfectly under the right. like this not one constellation yeah. but a fuck ton of con- which is again amazing in and of itself yeah um so gadry apparently again gotta be some genius kid because then the fucking like government or whatever some college he was going to at yeah. 15 they're like all right let's do some satellite imaging and look at that right. spot right and wilcock explains he goes what they see is absolutely mind-blowing it's a square um there it is a perfect square object it's clearly angular. It's clearly geometric. This square could actually be the foundation of a pyramid. And I'm like, okay, fair, that'd be cool. Like, I want right, to believe right, that's right. true. But there's a lot, a fuck ton of articles about saying that what they found more likely is just a secret weed field. Mm. Now, I also am skeptical of that because I'm like, why would, like, why would that weed field be the only and the only weed field in that right. area? Be exactly in that coordinate spot. Yeah, like, how I don't, many you know. weed fields are in that part of the jungle? I feel like they yeah. don't grow weed in jungle. the jungle a lot. But also, it's like well, hey. because they cut all the fucking trees down, yes. so we can have soybean farms, so we can eat <laughs> fucking hamburgers. No more weed. <laughs> Just growing DMT and right. such. Um, We're growing Joe Rogan's out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like hey, History Channel, hey, Sukalos, hey, David Childress, yeah. modern day fucking hey, how's it going? Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you dickheads go fucking down there and exactly, check this shit right. out? Like, I know you could be uncovering a massive yeah. nude new discovery. <laughs> a massive nude, nude, yeah, carved into the Send face nude. of Mother Earth yeah. <laughs> herself. Just big old lips. <laughs> it's just one pixel in a huge nude yeah. shot of Jennifer Lawrence or something yeah, like it's that. It's quite the erotic. Go- oh, you mean the goddess, <laughs> <laughs> who apparently is one of the least profitable actresses. Oh, really? Other than um, the fucking. Killing Mocking Jay and all what a uh, right, right. Hunger Killing Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than the Hunger Games, the movies she's in generally do very badly on their return. I guess. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was some other actor that was. Oh, Will Smith is like for a for a male uh, actor, he's like the worst. Like hmm. the you have to pay him the most. The movies and cost the most, and they return the least on average. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Dewey says they wonder if they've ever made a triangle pyramid where. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah. Because I like think the die in Dungeons and Dragons, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that one's obviously I think probably a little more harder. Yeah, because a little more have, harder. Yeah, exactly. A little bit harder. Yeah, you got to shave them stones at a harsher angle, even right, too. Right, right, right. So, um, which means there's got to be something easier about a quad-sided yeah. stone carving than a triangle carving. Right, because you're just when it's a stone, it's a square, and they're yeah. all kind of circular to square, rectangular. Like if you right. go out and you find an, a natural stone, they yeah. tend to be brick-like yeah, more yeah, yeah. than triangular. Right. Uh, 
And then, yeah, if you're doing the step stacking yeah. and grinding down, yeah, true. it's easier to keep that a square, like yeah, that yeah. shape, than like this weird triangle, like yeah. you said, hyper. Need, that'd be neat. That would actually be needlessly challenging. Right, right, right. Because right. um, if you're working just 90 degree angles, that's much easier than these yeah. like other, what's it, three? Why did I just blink? Because it's... Uh, Triangular. No, but a triangle makes 360 degrees, right? All the angles, or no? It's uh, 90, 90 is for a square, so triangle has to be 362, right? Or is it 180? I can't remember now. Something like Maybe that. Maybe it's 180. Because if it's 180, then it's a different angle. Because isn't it like a 67, 67, or something, something like that? Weird. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, we could look. Like whatever, yeah. <laughs> Again, these but primitive people different. were smarter than us yeah, about exactly. <laughs> geometry. Hey, how but, do you do that? <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, and that, like to your point, I wrote, it's. I think it's still worth being confirmed in person. Yeah. Because as of today... There has there has been no expedition right. to to verify what's out there, but there's a shit ton of people being asshole skeptics going. You just found some fucking field out there. Who yeah. cares? And I'm like, well, it is an oddly very square symmetrical shape out in there. a very specific remote area. Part. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay. where you should find a structure. They found it. Right. So why don't you go out there? But yeah. um, and apparently the governments down there are like horrible with that shit down, because yeah. they're just dictatorial and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But um, we get a Wilcock trip here, and he says we have the entirety of Mayan civilization perfectly gridded out with star maps. How could a primitive culture have done this? This is where it's like he's two for two on primitive talk. Yeah. Um, again, why not just say ancient, right? Or, I don't know, less developed or less evolved. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, less evolved Something, is primitive, yeah. too, I guess. Um, then we talk about ley lines again in England. They give you a little history about the fucking guy in the 20s who was a uh, a photographer, a landscape photographer, kind of mm-hmm. figured it out. Uh, Wilcock, gives, Wilcock gives some examples of like how uh, European crusaders built their cathedrals on these spots and... Fucking Vikings built their temples on spots like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they talk about 1992 in Garnac. Um, this guy, a thermodynamics engineer, Pierre Moreau, studies if the perceived, the theorized energy shift at the Garnac stones right. is real because he's a skeptic. He thinks it's bullshit. Yeah. And uh, they're these huge, you know, odd shaped standing stones. But he actually found that they acted like batteries or antennas or amplifiers. Yeah. Um, where held in yeah the energy is you know stone power. tape yeah. theory ever heard of it Steve come on Pierre <laughs> um, but uh, I, what I was that which is really cool because they're like oh they found that it stored it and even certain times of the day it expanded or whatever and I was like I'm assuming this is electromagnetic energy or geomagnetic energy because they don't tell us what kind of energy right they just show a lot of blue crackly measuring radon lightning right, where i'm right, like right. okay like this is a really cool thing to show that they actually measured the energy it's different that's cool what just tell us what energy it was i don't know it's kind of i thought that was kind of a weird miss to say like like oh if this is true we just need a machine that can harness geomagnetic energy and convert it like like have denon on there and talk about right, the right. physics of it something, or something yeah. i don't know um we go to chichen itza uh, and uh, this is the maybe the first time they said it. I don't know, but they say that Chichen Itza is actually built. The pyramid is built like Russian dolls, where there's smaller mm-hmm. period pyramids inside of it. Okay. Um, and Childress comes in here. He goes, "It is a pyramid that's built inside another pyramid." And we see this at Cholula outside of Mexico City. We see this at Joser's Pyramid, which is my house, hmm. the Joser uh, Pyramid in Saqqara in Egypt. So ancient people were for some reason rebuilding over and over again these ancient structures because they were at a location that was also important. There's something special about that place, (laughs) Um, which is the whole kind of the last couple segments here all about how it's location, what's the number one rule of real estate? Location, location, 
tomatoes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> tomato. Um, uh, I was going to say tomato discretion or yeah. something like that. Meat less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they go to Temple Mount uh, for for I don't want to say the millionth time, but they've been here a lot, and it's this is you know it's like this is holy to all the big three religions. They also mm. I think they literally say all the world's religion, and I'm like, well, there's more than those three main. Abrahamic right, right, religious, guys, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Rabbi Zadok's on here to talk a little bit about, he's like, you know, Abraham actually met a very strange priest there named Habas, or whatever it was, and and he said he had a temple on that land before the current temple was, or the first temple was up, um, which Abraham built at first. And so, and basically just saying, and John Young's, Jonathan Young, John Young <laughs> says the same thing. Um, he's like, oh, the, the temple at Baalbek uh, ended up being built upon by the Greeks and was called Heliopolis. And like, basically saying that it's all about the land and the power there that's important, not yeah. the structures there, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they would just fucking not care and build their their cathedral or whatever somewhere else. Um, so now they're talking about ley lines. And again, remember that all the ley lines intersecting throughout the world make up the world grid, right. which is apparently was an ancient Greek this idea. power grid. And so this guy, Ivan T. Sanderson in the 70s, he's the one that like, scientifically, they called him a researcher, I think. I don't know if they called him a scientist, but he built the first model of the world grid that they fucking show a thousand times per episode on the mm. show. Um, and then all the other researchers modeled theirs after his, where that's where I'm like, that could right. be dangerous the, too. The foundation, if the foundation's bad, then the rest right. of it's fucked. Because if you have a copy of a copy, it's yeah. not quite as sharp as the original. Right, right. But um, And all of these models all start with the Great Pyramid at Giza. And I'm like, right. but why? Like, I don't see why. <laughs> why is that point, again... Have we measured that the geomagnetism is way bigger than Giza than all these other 3,300 ancient sites, which Wilcox is about to drip about here? He says, archaeologists did a survey of all the archaeological structures that have been found all over the Earth, a total of 3,300 different structures, and they found that every single one of them was built right on one of the lines of this geometric pattern. And I'm like, that's cool, and they're showing like all these dots and everything, but I'm like, what about underwater ones that haven't been found, right? Because mm-hmm. they, these are all going... But then I was also counterpointing myself. I'm like, well, if these were all built after the Great Flood, they probably wouldn't be up built underwater because those right. would have gotten Flooded. dunked down yeah. in the Deluge. Ooh. So um, my favorite, uh, like, slow hip-hop band, Deluge Soul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just ever draining. All talking about the, <laughs> the Great <laughs> Flood. <laughs> um, but uh, I could just mellow out, you know, yeah, smoke nice. a J yeah. to it, all that kind of stuff. Doomican also says JoJo's Bazaar's an adventure anime that takes place oh, yeah. and uses a lot of ancient Mayan and Egypt. Oh, interesting. Well. Yeah. Because I think I've With seen very, that pop up. Oh, yeah. It's like on... very muscly, almost homoerotic mm, dudes. Like, yes. it's like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Because we had a lot of shirts at T Fury that uh, we sold of that stuff, too. But people memeify it a lot because it's supposed to be kind of ridiculous, too, I guess. Like so over the top. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, this guy, Richard uh, Cassaro, uh, is on again, the Italian mafioso dude. Yeah. And he's like, some reaches have speculated that ancient cultures connected the structures almost like a massive circuit board. And I'm like, they wouldn't really know what that is, but whatever. Right, right, I, right. I can understand okay. them going like, okay, let's model. Yeah. If, you know, a lot of these ancient cultures are doing, uh, 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 the fuck is it called? Agriculture, you're bringing the water. Cradle. You're bringing the water to your shit. No, I know. I know what the you're trying to say. Called? I'm just going to see if you get there. <laughs> irrigating. Irrigation. There we go. Uh, <laughs> irregardless, it's yeah. irrigation. <laughs> Irresistible. Um, <laughs> like that would be more like, oh, it's it's almost like they were irrigating. Like that would be an example. I know he's doing a mock yeah, example, yeah. whatever. I'm nitpicking, but uh, Medallion Man comes on and he's like, 
what if this world power grid is receiving energy from the universe itself? And I'm like, okay. Um, I mean, we're all receiving energy from the universe itself yeah. at all times. And right. it's the sun from, and yeah, yeah. radiation and all that stuff. My um, son. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. some, what if you named your child radiation? You could say, this is my son, radiation. <laughs> Uh, everyone's like, oh, oh Jesus. Just putting on like, sunscreen yeah. desperately. <laughs> Watch out for sun radiation. Ooh, let me get my sunglasses yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> S-O-N. And they're like beer goggles, except whenever right. you look through sunglasses, you just see everyone's attractive Bronzed. as an attractive yeah. sun. <laughs> hey, bud. Um, but, uh, which I guess would just be kind of like shallow howl because... It wouldn't make them younger necessarily. Everyone is a son of someone. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Uh, it would just be like if you Someone's find son. them, you're just realizing who you find attractive, exactly. I guess. As a uh, son. For the right <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Except the fetish of the Exactly. Son. Um, but uh, Childress chimes in here. He goes, uh, there, meaning aliens, are somehow looking at these structures from space and seeing how these uh, structures would fit around the world. Uh, who could be doing this except for extraterrestrials? And I'm like... This is the kind of flawed, like, they did it to be seen from space kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but uh, it all it makes more sense to me that that ancient people could simply feel the difference, right? When Again, when you walk into these areas that have vortexes and ley lines, you just kind of can feel, or people that are a little more sensitive can feel um, a difference there, right? Again, mm. birds have a fucking organ in their skull or whatever that yeah, literally is attuned. A... Yeah, yeah, it's attuned to... Yeah the magnet magnetism in the air and so if it changes they get all weird and fucked up yeah. and whatever so um and especially if like if these were like early on like the shamans of the culture and they're fucking going into these altered states and meditating they, they might feel these things even more mm-hmm. and so that would make sense which is also amazing in and of itself let's say it was all just about humans or living things being attuned to these places right, right? or you can even see the difference right maybe clouds are a little more on this path or whatever but um these people are going to be much more sensitive to their environment than we are. Right. Where all we're doing is trying to get away from our environment when we don't want it, and then going out in there when we do want it, and we're right. only prepared. These people had to live in it all the time. So uh, the last thing, when we go over to the the land of Lord of the Rings, Auckland, New Zealand, uh, 1997, this guy Bruce, Bruce Cathy uh, publishes his book, The Energy Grid. This was interesting, I guess. Like mm-hmm. he, he was a, a, a former military guy, like an Air Force or Army uh, pilot guy. And he would see UFOs, and he noticed that they were always uh, going on these straight lines and following these patterns, apparently. Now, I wish they'd talk about this guy more, because that's a that's a pretty big statement. Like, this guy claims to have seen so many UFOs flying right. that he could see uh, could could now record patterns of their flight path. I'm like, that's yeah. a lot of fucking UFO sightings. Right. To have a pattern enough to write a book about, too. But mm-hmm. um, either way, it's an interesting kind of proposal here, but... Uh, they're always following straight lines, and his whole book is about how his hypothesis is that they were following these ley lines, these earth grid energy lines. And Childress mm-hmm. chimes in and goes, uh, what Gainsey figured out, uh, that the military was using this grid to build various structures for the modern military. So here we have this ancient grid structure built by extraterrestrials, that's not proven, possibly to power their craft, also not proven. But then the, the whole last segment here is constant shots of UFOs yeah. sucking lightning off of various structures. I'm like, okay. Uh, this and is where they're leading the audience a little too yeah, much. Yeah, they're showing know? actual video of UFOs, so it's like, come on, guys. Yes. Like, You don't need to do that. Yes. But uh, And then Dumakin says, like, to our point is, 
they travel light years and right. now all of a sudden they get to earth they get all scrambled and fucked right and exactly. they need like right. <laughs> weird rock structures to suck right. off to antenna get power they have to have and... people build these things right to suck off the power it's like they couldn't just fucking hover over a fucking volcano or something right. or, or like or also the end of a comet right or ro- i don't and also know, like... to to his point and our point they got much further than needing right. to zip around the planet. Like right, even exactly. at a fairly high altitude, yeah, like yeah. they're going miles. They went zillions of miles, right. maybe, if they they're went like time related. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, they went all time related yeah, on yeah. us. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it's like, why do they need to constantly gas up to get right. around Earth? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about like the the just the just the diameter of Earth is billions of times distance less than they had to travel there. And let's right, say right. they fucking skipped over time space and whatever. Yeah. They like, went through leather tubes and things like that. But still, they really need a gas up constantly yeah. like that? Maybe, like, maybe they drove up in an RV. Right? Yeah, exactly. And then they got the toy hauler. Yeah. And those dirt bikes and those jet skis, sure. sea-doos and boats, they're going to suck through gas way you might faster be right. than, you might the, be totally than the old right. RV and toy hauler. Exactly. So maybe the RV's <laughs> hanging out up there. That's what I'm saying. Sun radiation and yeah, daughter just, radiation, you know, all that ch- Chugging up. <laughs> yeah. And then they're having their toys and just, you yeah. know, hauling ass around down Woo! here. And they need... <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, running two strokes. They yeah. aren't even allowed in California no more. <laughs> Skipping off dunes uh, out here, man. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, but anyway, sorry. Possibly the power of the crap. That's being reconstructed today. Possibly by the military, and it's like, okay, I guess. Like, I mean, yeah. why? If that's the case, why didn't you guys, as the show, uh, do the same, uh, like, cool map thing, Earth Grid map thing, but with modern military bases? Right. Because I have a feeling the theory would fall apart if yeah, they did yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Um, now, Childress could also be saying it's not only on the grid, but the one, the cool ones are all on the Earth grid. I'm like, but again, how are they getting this power? I would that right. would be fucking awesome if, if we could somehow harness the geomagnetic, yeah, geothermal, whatever power, electromagnetic yeah. power that's just sitting, getting pumped out by the Earth from being in space. Right. Great. And I hope that like Tom DeLong and crew or somebody else goes, hey, right. wow, these anti-grav engines, we figured out we can power them by that. I'm like, wow, uh, you know, kudos to you, sir. Yeah. I'll buy you a 24-pack of kudos. I was going to say, preferably the peanut butter with the chocolate yes. chip ones. And if you, I mean, I, not all, not everyone likes them, but the mini M- and M&M ones too, because mini M&Ms kind of have a weird, they're mostly candy, not enough yeah, chocolate. Texture. It's kind of gross. Yeah, but yeah. then you have the kudo well, chocolate. candy, not <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> that's church. Um <laughs> But anyway, I would love for people to figure that out, that, that yeah, like yeah. somehow they could just... Because to me, that'd be the most efficient, like, hey, take the ambient energy that's just sitting on a planet or in the Earth that you're not even, like, you're not even sucking it off to, like, drain right. its energy. <laughs> it's just there, and it's going to excessively yeah. just blow out into space for no reason. Yeah. That would be the most sustainable energy ever, right? But, um, which is, I guess, literally why they classify the types of civilization as when you build a Dyson sphere around this, a star... Yeah. And it can harness a whole star's energy. You're like a type two or three right, or right. something like that, right? So anyway, um, Medallion Man is on, but he hasn't mentioned Stargates in a long time, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe almost at all last season? I don't know. But Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I'd have to, you'd have to go back. But, uh, but they're also using him for all sorts of shit now. And it's like, right. okay, He's not like, the adventurer yes. as much. Right. Or we don't know as yeah, much, well, right? Yeah. We've seen that one on location where he's like, in the Netherlands or something, in that snowy yeah, yeah. place on the, the mound or whatever. No, it, no, that's in the middle of America, like South Dakota or something uh, okay, somewhere. Because yeah. um, he's talking to like a sheriff. I'm not deputy. allowed to travel internationally. Right. I have lots of felonies. Oh, I've been revoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's he's wondering if the Earth Grid 
connects to other planets and other galaxies grids. Right. So it's like, which is kind of an interesting metaphysical concept where it's like, oh, what if a planet's ambient energy allows, which is a, a shit ton of it, right, for, for most planets, allows allows some sort of craft to harness that or 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 naturally can like, because gravity's a little different around a planet that further away, mm-hmm. maybe that's how it like warps space. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's kind of an interesting, yeah. Uh, and then the last thing here is Childress Chimes in about the same kind of thing. He says, this will be profound for planet Earth when this grid network is repowered and we don't know what effect it will have on our future. Maybe this will be the time when the extraterrestrials return. So he does the Galactic Daddy finish on the end of this one. But um, the next episode is the Pharaoh's Curse. And that's where, at least for the first time on the show, we get the appearance of the first appearance of current state Rami Ramani. Like the mm. full blue shirt, Wide longer open. hair, the Indiana Jones <laughs> hat, khaki pants. Because yeah, up, <laughs> up until now. He's been just a talking head with shorter hair, no hat, whatever on the show. But um, I'm actually kind of excited for that one. But I do appreciate that as the show, the show seemed to have a very long learning curve in the sense that it took a long time to gather its like really big audience and go mainstream. Because mm-hmm. the last few seasons, I appreciate a lot of the on location stuff because it does switch it up from just talking head after talking head after talking head all the time. Right, so. right, right. And just still, you know, screensaver pictures of stuff, yeah, exactly. too. So, um, But yeah, other than that, uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. It's already 1.15. Nice. Um, and uh, 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 we, we would like you to subscribe to this show. We'd like you to tell your friends about the show and tell them to subscribe. We'd like you to go to uh, trykeen.com slash ancientaliens. Um, oh, the, the music maker. <laughs> Steven, <laughs> I didn't know you unplugged your song maker. Um... Uh, uh oh, are we depowered right now? Oh no, we're good. No, 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 no. just that thing, huh? The ley lines. So welcome to (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the ley lines are unplugged. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, we'd like you to subscribe to the show. Uh, We'd like you to give us those five star ratings on Apple Podcasts. We would like you to uh, support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, where you can get at least two exclusive podcasts every month that aren't this show, um, in addition to lots of other little perks, including, including t-shirts pretty soon. Um, um, and uh, follow us on social media, at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook and Instagram, and listen to our other little pocket podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, that we do once in a while in the same podcast services you can get, Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, follow in Twitch Prime, subscribe on twitch.tv slash aliens as well, and be a part of the show every Monday usually. God damn. Other than that, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, well, it's Tuesday yep. for you, so. It'll be totally over. <laughs> and hope you enjoyed it, yep. and you'll remember most of it. Yes. Bye. Bye.